Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, hey, welcome to The Hump Show. In fact, dead center of the work week right now. Halfway through our middle show. So now we inch forward toward the weekend. I had this one troll. He's been trolling me for years. Uh, makes me laugh, actually. He just cuts and pastes. And he used to do it on social media. Now he sends me uh, emails and also sends them to the company. They go directly into my spam. So I, I don't even notice them anymore. But <laughs> he, his big thing is that uh, when it comes to Ask Amy Anything, when it comes to the show, that it, you know, it's the same thing all the time, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, that's one of his things. And yet I'm pretty proud of the fact that we've got a long and extended track record and that you all continue to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything every week. And also that we do give you this hump show where, you know, once you get through this show, you are downhill toward the weekend. Yeah, it's another one of his things is that I hate my job because of the hump show, meaning I hate my job, so I can't wait for the weekend. Oh, heavens to Betsy. I think right now, if wherever you are, however you're listening, you can love your job. In fact, it cannot be a job. It can be your career. It can be your passion. For me, it's a mission field. It's all of these things. It's everything I've wanted to do since I was 16 years old, and I still love the weekends. (laughs) I mean, those two things are not mutually exclusive. So wherever you are right now, if you love your job, raise your hand, give it a woot woot, and then, yep, you love the weekends too. It's okay. But that's one of his knocks on me is I much, I much must, excuse me, hate my job because I have the hump show and look forward to the weekends. I mean, I've found that trolls generally are better for comedic relief than they actually are for sense or for any self-reflection. It's after hours. (laughs) Among other things. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, A recent troll also said to me, Something about why aren't you taking calls anymore? Is it because you is because you only want to uh, to talk? You, you want to talk yourself for four hours because the show's only about you talking for four hours. And I I didn't I don't respond, but it's it makes me laugh because what do we do, producer Jay, on this show that no other show does? We are the only show on this network, and I dare say one of the only shows in the country that uses as as much what. Audio and sound. Sound. Voices. We use so many voices on this show. 
it's it's what I love. I think the more voices, the bigger your sound. Not to mention, why would you want to hear me say it when you can hear an athlete say it, right? I mean, the, the audio is what adds to the show and really deepens the show. So, yes, truth is optional when it comes to trolls, but they do provide some comedic relief. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. <laughs> So we're asking you on this hump show and what was Valentine's Day to fill in the blank. I don't generally do two fill in the blanks in one week. So, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. Find someone who loves you as much as what? Find someone who loves you as much as what? I've seen a few of the Aaron Rodgers loves darkness, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I, I've seen a few of you as much as I love my puppy, for sure. Uh, I mean, as much as I love my new Scooby-Doo hoodie. My mom's trying to steal it. My, my brother's trying to steal it. Producer Jay wants to steal it. Nope. Uh, find someone who loves you as much as producer Jay loves his, well, now it's his Rangers hat, but it really it's his collection of hats. Um, because you often will see him with Rangers, Nets, although he's, he's kind of buried that one right now, uh, or Mets, because it's getting close to the point at which we'll be talking more about spring training. So, yes, find someone who loves you as much as what? That's what we're asking you to fill in the blank, and you can do that on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. And then our Facebook page, too. And while you're there, send your questions for Ask Amy Anything, now a half hour away. If you were listening during Super Bowl week, you know that we interviewed Rodney McLeod. Now, one of the reasons we interviewed him is because we had connected with him last year during Super Bowl week. He was at that point a free agent or was about to be. Uh, The Colts picked him up where the Eagles chose not to. And so he ended up playing for the Colts this season as much as it was the oddest and and I would say strangest season of any team in the NFL. They changed quarterbacks multiple times. Then they fired their head coach. Uh, their all-world running back, he was hurt a little bit, but you would have thought Jonathan Taylor was a middling running back this year. And a lot of that had to do with the offensive line. Uh, they also ended up bringing in a guy who had zero coaching experience um, in in Jeff Saturday, only to see them win the first game under Saturday and then lose the next seven. And for the last month, they've been going through a very extensive, exhaustive coaching surge. Uh, Eric Bieniemy was part of that. Um, other, I mean, there was everybody was part of that. Other coordinators were part of it. Uh, ultimately, they go with Shane Steichen instead of Jeff Saturday, even though he and and I, I hope their relationship survived, even though he and Jim Ursay are very close. So as they named Steichen, we heard from Jeff Saturday on Twitter and his reaction to not being named the head coach of the Colts. What's up, everybody? Hey, first, I just want to say uh, to the Colts organization and Colts Nation how much I appreciate the opportunity. I'm so grateful uh, for the last eight weeks of the season and the opportunity to represent you guys. I appreciate the coaches for all your time, energy, and effort to all the players uh, laying it out there each and every week. I can't tell you how much I respect and appreciate what each and every player, not only for the Colts, but the NFL do uh, and and what they they put on the line each and every week. But it was an absolute blessing. Uh, I, I look fondly upon it. Wish we would have done better, but uh, ultimately that that is where it is. And so uh, I want to wish Coach Steichen the best of luck. I'm still a huge Colt fan and pulling for you guys. Looking forward to uh, hoisting some Lombardi trophies 
and excited for your opportunity. So uh, for everybody out there, including the however many thousand that signed a petition, which may have included my wife and son, not exactly sure, but in, in all honesty, I'm so grateful for uh, Colts Nation and who you are uh, to represent the horseshoe. It meant the world to me. And uh, again, Coach Dykin, best of luck to you and your family in Indianapolis. is an incredible town. Best fans in the world, man. You're going to get the greatest support and uh, look forward to watching your success and the rest of the men in that locker room and the coaching staff that you have with you. So to all Colts Nation, appreciate you guys, love you guys, and uh, see you soon. Definitely a classy move by Jeff Saturday to congratulate Steichen and to reiterate how much he loves Colts fans. So it doesn't sound like the relationship has been harmed. I don't know what he does now. Maybe heads back to the broadcast booth. But if you want to know what it was like for Jeff Saturday to stand in front of that Colts locker room with zero experience, Rodney McLeod took us inside that first conversation. It's part of our podcast. Uh, all you have to do is actually search Amy Lawrence, Rodney McLeod. Actually, I may retweet it just because we're talking about the Colts. An incredibly open, honest, candid conversation with Rodney about the ups and downs of the Colts this season, including Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach the second half of the year and all of the losses. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Murray back to throw, and it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Hand off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it end zone. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Let's start with the big news in the NFL on Tuesday from the quarterback realm. The realm, the stratosphere, the planets that revolve around the quarterbacks. The Raiders did release Derek Carr. This was not a surprise. They had to do it because he would not waive his no trade clause, meaning they weren't going to be able to trade him and his $40 million salary that would have been guaranteed if they did not release him by Wednesday. So they had to get rid of him. Otherwise, they would have owed him that money. And then, of course, who, who's going to trade for him, right? I mean, you'd rather trade for him when you have leverage, but the Raiders didn't have it and they knew it, and so they had to let him go. Carr's agent, Tim Younger, put a, a statement out on Twitter. We wish the Raiders the best of luck. This is the tough part of this business. That's the point. It's just business. Time now to reset for both sides. Derek chooses to hold on to many good memories and friendships without any ill will. That's who he is onward and upward. And so once again, talking about Jeff Saturday taking the high road, Derek Carr does the exact same thing after a decade with this organization. He really is the only player in that organization that has been uh, has been a stalwart, that has been stable. Uh, and they've seen so many coaches and GMs and players come and go. And Derek Carr has been the one for the last decade. I am so rooting for him to land on his feet. I'm so rooting for him to find a spot where he's appreciated, where he can finish out the rest of his career as much as, yes, it is contract and it is business. 
Just a side note about the Raiders. They have one quarterback under contract. Chase Garbers. And so they're actually looking for their starting quarterback for the first time since Derek Carr won that job as a rookie in 2014. That's how long it's been since Derek Carr was not with this organization. But Josh McDaniels now has the opportunity to find the guy he believes that he can hitch his wagon to his star. So maybe, maybe find someone who loves you as much as Josh McDaniels loves Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy Garoppolo he's got a history with Jimmy Garoppolo we don't actually know the answer to that question we can't fill in the blank it's after hours with some QB news here on CBS Sports Radio Rogers is set to go into his darkness retreat at the end of this week he wanted everybody to know this has been pre-planned for four months so don't believe what you see or hear because the insiders don't talk to people in my inner circle so what types of questions what types of What type of self-awareness is he looking for in the darkness? Which is kind of funny. I think it's it's more of a surrender to the whatever thoughts come through. I think part of it um, in some of my favorite meditations have been uh, how can I slow the mind down? And as I slow the mind down, then really the desires of my heart can kind of come to mind. Anytime I've gone into a meditation retreat or a medicine ceremony or something with a clear intention, this is going to happen. I'm going to call this in and I'm going to do this and answer this question. It never happens like that. It just doesn't happen. I think the the healing and the best medicine is going in. Surrender to the process. Uh, okay, I'm going to be here four days. Um, I'm going to eat once a day. I'm going to rest and try and find the deepest amount of rest and relaxation. And when I do, then I'm trusting that the right uh, messages and intuition will come through. Did you catch what I said before Aaron Rodgers started speaking that I was that that I wondered what he was looking for in the darkness? Apparently there's a potty right in the middle of the room. So before they turn out the dark the lights, he has to know where that potty is, but Am I the only one who thinks that could be dangerous? Uh, They went deep on the potty humor on the Pat McAfee show on uh, Tuesday. I will tell you that much. I I listened through it all, most of it rolling my eyes. uh, But there were some really funny moments like this one when... Pat McAfee and his crew decided that they would set a baseline for Rogers. What are your favorite things before you go into the darkness? Just to make sure that those things don't change when you come out. So, yeah, this actually had me laughing out loud when I was watching. Favorite band? Yeah. Barbara Streisand? Does that count? Okay. No. Barbara Streisand. No. All right. (laughs) Favorite food? And McAfee's writing it down as Rogers Uh, is answering. Hello. Cauliflower. Are you vegan? Really? <laughs> no. What if he comes out? What if you come out Could. and you're a vegan? Yeah. Have right. you thought about that? Ooh. Not gonna happen. Never I think there's a chance. Isn't that what we're going in there for? Like to to have deep change? No. To be a vegan? No. No, not to be a vegan, but to have like super deep thoughts, right? Isn't that what you're gonna go in there for? Do you think you're no, gonna I'm have? Gonna eat, I like I like I like to eat. Uh, animals and that are oh that are taken care of very nicely and kindly and live a long life okay yes i mean i'm telling you mcafee played this perfectly i get that he's an acquired taste i don't love everything he does but i will say that he is he was a 
he was a comedic genius in this particular stretch with Aaron Rodgers because he he goes all deep dive on the darkness retreats. He's like, I've been watching guys. I've been uh, studying up on this thing. I've actually been, I mean, he's like watching the, the people who are doing it. So apparently they have you on video, which freaks me out because they they need to monitor and make sure you haven't passed out. And so there are there is going to be food, though, in Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat. Don't actually ask me how you prepare it or find it uh, but there's a bathtub as well which I wouldn't recommend a bath in the dark when you can't see anything what if you hit your head on the tub anyway it's only a tub it's not a shower all these things I found out but McAfee it says he's like studying these people and watching them and so he brings up this idea of the video and Rogers actually says Oh, yes, there will be videos. I'll make sure that you and your audience get to see some of the video footage. And he and A.J. Hawk, who's a former Rodgers teammate, they're tight. They, like, explode. They're laughing. Just... That'd be amazing. Now we have to see these videos. No, I don't want to. What if the video oh. includes him going to the bathroom? What if he's in there naked? Like, I don't need to see Aaron Rodgers in any of these compromising situations. Hopefully, no, thank you. Hopefully someone can edit them down a little bit. But if there's video of Aaron Rodgers just spending hours in that darkness and they exist, they He have must have to sign a waiver, though, because generally you can't be a voyeur like that when someone is not going to be fully clothed the whole time, which... I would guess he signs a waiver really for the whole thing, right? Because what if he gets injured in there? and right. they, he's got? If you pass out, it's not our fault. <laughs> what if he hates it? I mean, this is something no one's talking about. Like, what if Oh, no, totally he, they're talking about it. They were talking yeah, about it on McAfee. What happens if you want to get out? Apparently, there's a light switch right near his head, too, which would be the downfall of most peeps. All right, Tom Brady on Let's Go was talking about this darkness retreat of Aaron's. I hope he doesn't retire because, like I said, I think the world, the, the, the league needs good quarterbacks and he's one of the greats. So if he retires, it would be a sad day for the league. He's an incredible player and everyone has their different processes they go through. And you know what? I think we all need to get off our phone a little bit more. I think we all need to get away from the TV a little bit more. I think we all need a little more nature and a little more silence and a little more peace. And whoever he's going about it, good for him. Everyone's got their unique way to process the season and we've all got to be on. It's very intense for all of us and it's nice to... You know, everyone gets to choose what they want to do. But certainly from standpoint of him leaving the game and his the way that he's playing, he broke his thumb this year and still played tremendous. And you could see as he got healthy throughout the year how, how incredibly talented he is. So, you know, I hope the good players keep playing. That's what my hope is. So Tom Brady says, yeah, I really do hope that he continues to play. And most people believe he will although just as a side note most people thought tom brady would play again too so there's that for what it's worth uh one more this is at the very end of the hour that roger the hour that rogers did on mcafee he was asked about green bay if he chooses to leave at the end of this darkness retreat 18 years man that's always gonna be home 18 years it's always gonna be home it's after hours here on cbs sports radio the eagles with their exit interviews on tuesday valentine's day they love their football they love their fans jalen hurts 374 total yards in the super bowl a lot of people love him more than they ever did before and now he's looking at a contract extension the thing that that i'm most focused on is winning you know the only thing i care about is winning and ultimately winning championships so there will be a day where that conversation can be had, but today isn't that day. He saw what he could do. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's not bad for assistant QB, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, I'm just so proud of him. I mean, he's talking right now over there. 
proud of everything he's uh, he's accomplished and overcome uh, week after week during the regular season. And so I love him, man. I love him. He's a great leader, leads by example, and uh, never lets any situation get the better of him. Just stays cool, calm, collected all year round. It's just a sample of the high praise that the Eagles teammates and the organization have for Jalen Hurts. Jordan Mailata, the offensive lineman, just going all in. He deserves it. He deserves whatever it is they give him. Uh, obviously, we saw the meteoric rise with Shane Steichen. One reason why he gets the job as the Colts' new head coach. One more with Jalen Hurts as we wrap up our QB news. We know that he uses everything as motivation, everything as fuel for the future. Definitely a lot to learn from from it. You know, um, I have had the opportunity to watch it and, you know, I think I'm going to move forward um, with all of those experiences in mind and try and use those things to um, better myself and grow, help the guys around me, and we're going to definitely use that as, a, as an experience to take a step and move forward. I love that we have a brand new star in Jalen Hurts. I think it's amazing, the young crop of quarterbacks, when you're talking about Jalen and certainly Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. And I know that there are a few people I'm leaving out, so don't yell at me. (laughs) We'll see what happens moving forward. But there's such an incredibly young talented crop of quarterbacks in the NFL now. Uh, Certainly that includes Patrick Mahomes, who is almost an elder statesman with all the experience. I really hope for him he gets some time off now. Once I get back home, um, I'm supposed to spend that time with my family. Uh, I haven't got to even see my son yet because he was asleep by the time I got home yesterday. So uh, spend that time with them and my daughter um, and enjoy it with them. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes, he was at Disneyland with his wife and his daughter doing the media blitz uh, and and now has a chance to, to breathe, I hope. Though, anytime you win a Super Bowl and you're an MVP, it means you have a lot of demands on your time and a ton of media requests, not to mention more commercials. He's already part of the State Farm, uh, and I'm sure there will be more requests moving forward. Just really quickly so that I no one gets upset at me. Brock Purdy, a great young quarterback. We think we'll see Trey Lance again. Uh, we definitely know that in the case of the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields is the guy that they're going to stick with. I hope he can be healthy all year. That's what I worry about with Justin because of the pounding he gets on his body. Daniel Jones will remain the quarterback of the New York Giants as long as they can work out a contract extension. Tua Tangovaloa thanking the the Dolphins and their coaching staff and the medical staff for allowing him the time to heal. But, yes, he expects to be a, the good young QB there moving forward. Pittsburgh Steelers found their man with Kenny Pickett. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Cannot forget Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, we've got a, a, an incredibly talented, high-profile, pressure-adept. Ooh, that's a good phrase. Pressure-adept. Pressure-adaptable. Adaptable quarterback, group of quarterbacks that are in their mid-20s and younger. So it's a good time for the NFL, even as some of the elder statesmen retire. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. couple more minutes until Ask Amy Anything, part of the Hump Show. And so on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS or Facebook, we're taking your questions. Poor Jay, he's got to weed through them. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Right corner, Paul for three at the buzzer. As the shot clock expires, he knocks it down, fading out of bounds. CP3 with his first trifecta of the night. 15 points to go with 16 dimes, and the Suns back up six. Out to Paul, now right side, Booker on the drive. Beats Lyles to the rim. He'll scoop it up and in with a little English on the finger roll from Devin Booker. Paul gives to Lee right wing. He penetrates, gives to Aiton in the lane. Floater up and in. DeAndre's got it cooking in the fourth. Suns by nine, 107-98, 25 points, 10 boards for DA on the night. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Suns Radio, first game with Kevin Durant in the house, and they scorched the Kings in Phoenix, though Durant did not play yet. Uh, but 120-109, and on this night, DeAndre Ayton with 29 points, 11 rebounds. How about this? Chris Paul, 17 points, 19 assists for, what is he, a 39-year-old, 38, 39-year-old point guard now? Unbelievable that he continues to play at the level that he does. And he and Kevin Durant know each other well from USA Basketball. They've been friends, purportedly, for quite a while. Uh, and so to be able to add KD into the mix, you can understand why Monty Williams and Chris Paul are excited about it. And Devin Booker, as he plays his fourth game since returning from the groin injury, 32 points, five rebounds, couple assists, couple of steals, and feels like he's finding that rhythm again. Yeah, man, I feel good. You know, it's been a you know, long recovery road and, you know, some I found found peace in and, you know, just in, enjoyed the whole whole process of it. You know, after the first week, it's kind of like, 
I'm here now. Let's get the most out of it. So a lot of strength training, a lot of leg work, and, you know, tonight I can feel, I feel really good. And what about having the opportunity to add Kevin Durant to the mix? Somebody I have a lot of respect for. Um, I said earlier, somebody that I haven't watched more than that man right there. So, you know, hot KD highlights go through my house every single day, all day. So, <laughs> you know, to be able to grace the court with them, you know, it's something I'm looking forward to. All-Star can't get here quick enough so he can get back out here. So that is the idea for Kevin Durant, that once they get through the All-Star break, he is expected to return dealing with just the lingering the lingering issues or lingering healing, I should say, rehab from a knee injury. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Kevin Durant was in the building, which is why you hear Booker kind of gesture to him, that man over there. Uh, by the way, that was on AZ Sports. KD was in a hoodie, smiling away. All of a sudden, he and Kyrie are so happy. They're so, so happy. You know, no complaints from me. To be out of Brooklyn. And I just can't get over the fact that they're the ones that created the mess in Brooklyn, only to then leave it and become so happy again, feeling so much lighter. After they got a coach hired and then fired, after they threatened the GM's job. Who cares? <laughs> Well, I suppose that G- that uh, Sean Marks does, and probably Joseph Asai does as well. Yeah, it just uh, it, it just it, it's so ironic how happy they are to be out of a mess that they created. I suppose I would be too. Uh, or, uh, so we we've got all kinds of Kyrie and KD answers to our fill in the blank, but we're asking you to finish this sentence. Find someone who loves you as much as. Uh, Marco Belletti was with us earlier, said Kyrie loves himself. Someone else has said Kyrie loves the sound of his own voice. I'm just going straight snark and saying find someone who loves you as much as Kyrie loves Dallas or as Kevin Durant loves Phoenix. (laughs) Or as much as James Harden hates Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. This is a love equation. You can't throw hate in there. Come on. It's a big amount. I know, but still. Uh, Terry on Facebook, as much as Chad Ochocinco loves McDonald's and soccer. There you go. Uh, we're getting a bunch of you sending your photos with your dogs as much as my dog loves me or or actually someone, I think Scott said, as much as Penny loves naps. Here are a couple for you, Producer Jay. Are you ready? These are good. People know us well, and we can tell they've been paying attention to our YouTube channel. Robert says, as much as Producer Jay loves catching Amy with a good soundbite, which I can't help <laughs> it. You derail me. I'm I'm in a zone, and then these, these crazy soundbites like, I'm offended. That's one of his favorites these days with uh, Aaron Rodgers. He was definitely offended uh, to start the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. Let me just tell you. How could you possibly say that? Exactly. Now, this is the one that you're going to love, Jay. We already know as much as producer Jay loves YouTube. But how about this one? It's, it's a YouTube video that's on our YouTube channel. As much as producer Jay loves the pillow in his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. If you haven't seen that video, it's Stairway to 7, Ep 2, Junk in the... Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
trunk. And let me just tell you, there is far more junk in Jay's trunk Whoa. than there is in mine. And I also want you to know, I have it on good authority. He's cleaned out some of the junk in his trunk because we embarrassed him to do so. <laughs> No, the seasons change. the The pillow. Oh, I don't know. the pillow does not change its pillowcase, though. <laughs> the the pillow The pillow's fine. The it's pillow, in the basement now, isn't the, it? The pillow's on my bed. I'm kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Okay, something else that producer Jay loves. Well, he loves not having to give me any candy on Valentine's Day. That was just wrong. Although, in in his defense, I forgot what I was bringing for him, too. So, okay. Uh, But as much as producer Jay loves asking your questions on Ask Amy Anything, boom! That's coming up next. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. I actually got out of the last segment in relatively good time, which means Jay will have more time to spend on your questions. But before I hand over to him, I just want to say thank you for those of you who, and and there were hundreds of you, I wish I could respond to you all, but I can't. Those of you who sent me kind words after my latest blog post, uh, that means a lot to me. I'll retweet it after the segment. It's also near the top of our Facebook page if you want to read it. That's more personal news. Well, personal career news, uh, but you can read it on your own time. So you just uh, check it out when you have the chance. That'd be cool. But thank you. So many of you responding with support. And I, I'm just grateful, overwhelmed by that. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. And producer Jay has your other questions that come via the bright orange box. They spit them out. Ask Amy anything. All right. So this one was... So simple, yet I found it to be one of the questions that I'd like the most. That I think I've oh, been doing this. Okay. Keith asks, "What is your favorite scent?" Scent? Like, what's your favorite smell? Like, oh, S C E N T. My favorite scent. That's a good. Oh, my! I have so many. I have a very keen sense of smell. I love pine trees. How many times have I told you I keep my Christmas tree up until mid to late January if it's a fresh one and it still smells good? So the smell of a balsam fir or a Douglas fir, amazing. I also love uh, this, it's going to sound really crazy, uh, but I love the smell of fresh grass because generally it means my yard work has been done. Now I always have it in my hair too, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, I really love the smell of fresh baked cookies in the oven. That's one of the reasons I bake is because it smells so good. And not just cookies. I mean, any type of the, you know, the different uh, bars that I make, like the apricot bars or the oatmeal caramel chewy bars. Uh, I love the smell of... Anything to do with garlic or basil. Those are two of my favorite cooking scents that I love. I love the smell of my dog. She actually doesn't smell like a dog, but it's it's one of those comfort smells. Penny just has a unique smell, and, and when she's laying next to the bed on the floor, I can smell her. I know she's okay. Uh, I love the smell of flowers, of course. I'm trying to think of the ones I like the best. Uh, probably my peonies. They're awesome. Um, gardenias smell really good as well. I mean, carnations, there's so many. It could go on and on. So, yeah, just there's a lot of them. I do really have memories, keen memories that are attached to smells. Like my grandmother's house that I, you know, used to walk into. Well, both grandparents, but my maternal grandmother, uh, that was a house I spent so much time growing up in as a kid. So, yeah, I could I can go all over the place with sense of smell, to be sure. I do not like the smell of New York City, but... <laughs> 
I always know where I am when I'm in New York City. <laughs> That's crazy, though, how, like, a scent can really bring you back. Oh, like, it can. They yeah. actually say that your sense of smell is your keenest and that it's one that is more closely associated with your memory, weirdly enough, in our brains. That's how it works. All right, moving on here. Paul asks, how excited are you about your new teaching gig at Syracuse, of course? I'm very excited, but I'm also really nervous. Well, there's a follow-up here. So you <laughs> oh, also asked, sorry. Uh, how tough do you think it's going to be, or both, doing both jobs will be on your schedule? Nah, not this time. It won't be tough. Uh, this initial round is just four weeks. A one-credit class over four weeks. I have to teach... Uh, three and a half hours at a shot. Uh, you guys know I, I do that on a nightly basis. I talk for four hours, so no big thing. Um, it's going to be a lot for them, how college students can sit and stare at a teacher for three hours and 15 minutes, though it's going to be very interactive. And the first two Mondays that I'm doing it, I'm actually on vacation. So I, it also happens to coincide with my birthday. So my very first class comes three days after my birthday. Uh, and so I decided, and I've got, get this, class, trip to Arizona, class. <laughs> so a friend and I are going to Arizona for my birthday. It's my birthday trip. Um, and she's coming with me and we're going to hike the Grand Canyon. So that for those first two Mondays are actually wrapped into a vacation. So I'll drive to Syracuse. I'll teach the class, but I'm off that night. The last two weeks of the teaching rotation, I actually will be doing my show from Syracuse. So you'll hear me. I'll be there where I got my start. My first ever commercial paid radio gigs took place in Syracuse, New York. And so this is full circle. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable to me. And not just that, but on Monday, they're bringing me in as a guest speaker. So I won't be here Sunday night. I'm driving to Syracuse early on Monday and I'm really nervous. No students are going to show up. So please pray the students show up. Uh, but they put out a really cool write-up. They tweeted it yesterday. It blew me away. I opened up my Twitter and was like, oh! The Newhouse Media Center is tweeting about me. Uh, the Newhouse School of uh, Public Communications is the name of the school I went to. Anyway, so as an alum, as someone who is diehard Syracuse when it comes to the start that I got in this business and knowing how valuable it was, I'm, I can't believe I get to be a guest speaker. It's, it's whoa. It's awesome. I've said it before, but congrats again. Well, it's I mean, awesome. it's not as awesome as your vacation you have coming well, up, but thank you. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, we'll move on here. We're going to get a sports one in here. Because I don't think we're going to get to it, and this did happen today. So Rob asks, what are your thoughts on the ghost runner rule becoming permanent now in Major League Baseball? Oh, I hate it. It's gimmicky. I can't stand it. Uh, at, at least they have the sense to get rid of it for the postseason. But it reminds me a little bit of the the ever-changing rules, right, that we see in uh, sports these days that facilitate offense. And they're all about speeding it up, making it more uh, instant gratification because that's what our generation loves, instant gratification, which is social media. So I can't stand it. Uh, and it it's like the shootout in hockey in the regular season. It's just a way to end the game. Uh, but it it's not a reflection of what the game is really about to put a runner in scoring position to start extra innings. It's just, I, I hate it. It feels very gimmicky. At least they're not doing it for the playoffs. All right. Moving on here. Nice. <laughs> good Thank you, Jay. <laughs> my yes, man, my hype, man. Mike asks, what was the worst job that you or someone, you know, ever had? Well, my freshman year at undergrad, I went to Messiah college. Now Messiah university, I had to work in the kitchen and most of the time I worked on the line. So resupplying the food and filling up the trays that were there on the line or helping people, you know, like if you're dishing out or whatever, the worst that we always tried to avoid, uh, it, I think uh, was the weekend shifts that were the absolute most disgusting. 
pots and pans. But every couple weeks, we had to take our turn at pots and pans, and it was awful because you couldn't put them in the dishwasher. You had to wash them by hand, Straight and on. it was disgusting. Oh, I never wore gloves when I was that young, when I was in college, but that was the one job. I would wear gloves up to my elbows. It was so gross. And the worst there is you have to plunge your hands into water that you can't see through. Uh. And so you're, like, sticking your hands, and you're scrubbing these pots and pans, and the crap is not coming off them, and you can't see what's in the water. All the gook oh, is in there. No, just, just absolutely grossed me out. Oh, that was the worst. That sounds horrible. <laughs> move, move, yeah. Move on here. Joe asks, who is your favorite author right now? Ann Perry is one of my favorite authors. She's amazing. I also like Jack Carr, and I've spoke to you about him before. He's a former Navy SEAL sharpshooter, actually, uh, and he writes now novels based on his experience. Uh, and his, his main character is James Reese. Uh, I'm also reading the Alex Berenson spy novels, though I don't all read them. They're deep, and they can be <laughs> intense, so I don't read them all right in a row. Uh, and then you all know I love Star Wars novels. The original canon, they now call it Legends. And so I'm reading, uh, there's a various authors that are, they are accepted. Their proposals, their, their book outlines are accepted uh, by the actual Star Wars universe, whatever. You know what I mean? Like the... The people who own the rights to Star Wars. And so those are official books, which I really enjoy, too. But a bunch of different authors. Though I would say my favorite is Timothy Zahn, if you ever have a chance to catch his books. Right. Eric wants to know, what is your favorite Italian dinner that you can prepare? That I can prepare? That you can prepare. Oh, well, any type of uh, seafood marinara, any type of, uh, you know, seafood with pasta, with angel hair pasta, anything like that. Uh, I have never made a lasagna, but my mom makes a killer lasagna. I do have the recipe. I've just never done it. Uh, so that's another one of my favorites. And then we do linguine with clam sauce. We do linguine with squid sauce. Those are two of uh, the ones that we use on Christmas Eve. So I really enjoy those as well. But yeah, I'd say like a, a shrimp or a shrimp or seafood carbonara or a marinara sauce. Just Those are my favorites with linguine. My family gets so mad at me because I eat whole wheat pasta, but it's one way that I get to eat pasta and not have to worry about the sugar. So anyway, they get mad at me though. My brother gets so angry. We're not eating that crap. That's what he says. And then he eats it. No, he does not no. eat it. He won't eat it. Uh-uh. Well, if he knows what it is, he won't eat it. <laughs> Uh, David wants to know, when your house gets cold, are mm -hmm. you a crank up the heat kind of person or a bundle way up? Jay, you know the answer to this question. What, uh, do, what do I do? Bundle way up. Yeah, I do, uh, my heat never goes higher than 66, ever. And most of the time, when I'm sleeping, it's at 64. When we're awake... I sometimes put it up to 65, but I'm a person who prefers, in the, I love the cold, but I also prefer to sleep in the cold because I sleep better. And I right now have four or five blankets and I start with and then I peel them off as because I warm up when I sleep. So yeah, my heat is generally average around 65, 64 and a half degrees. Jay Marsh wants to know, did you have a favorite college team growing up, like before you were in college? Favorite college team? Like a yeah, I guess like a program. Or well, a it would be mine. <laughs> so I went to Syracuse and. No, I, I meant growing up, like before you went to a school. Well, no, I loved Syracuse before I went, um, but I wasn't. I would say I wasn't really into sports, college sports, as much when I was a kid because I was playing sports so much. I loved Tennessee women's basketball under Pat Summit. Uh, it was always a, a team that I wanted to watch. Shamiqua Holdsclaw was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Um, and then certainly Candace Parker when she came through, though that wasn't when I was a kid.
kid. But yeah, I would say Tennessee women's basketball and also Stanford women's basketball. Tara Vanderveer has been there a long time. Uh, Connecticut, too, going back to the days when I was in school. That was the days of Rebecca Lobo and Jennifer Rosati in the first ever undefeated season. So, yeah, those are a few of the teams that I watched. But I didn't really root for college teams until I got to, to Syracuse. Close out here with some rapid fire. Ski on snow or water ski? Oh, man. I love water. I love snow, but water skiing is my jam. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. Ooh. Sandals or flip-flops? Sandals, but I wear flip-flops a lot. Pancakes or waffles? You know me. I don't eat waffles. Pancakes only. Only? Yeah. Zoo or aquarium? Zoo, but I do love the aquarium as well. Rain or shine? Shine. Unless it's in the middle of a drought like last summer where we had 10 weeks with no rain. Last, oh. last one here. Forrest Gump or Big? Huh. Eh. I thought Big was genius. Uh, Forrest Gump, though, was his iconic role. But can I change it and go Castaway? Over what? You said it's, those are two Tom Hanks movies. Oh, you're going to take that one over those two? Yes. Fair. Okay, that's my favorite Tom Hanks movie of all time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You're Ask Amy's on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 